Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to this Irish Tech News Podcast. Today I am talking with Dr. Richie Ferry from UCC. How's it going? How's it going, Dr. Ferry? Hi there. Uh, please call me Rich. Rich, Rich. Ferry, people uh, know me as um, uh, mostly. So it's going very well. Um, obviously, it's been tough times for everybody with the lockdown, but we're doing the best we can. Yeah. Now, before we forget, you're also the director of UC Innovation. So uh, tell me a bit more about what you do and also about Gateway UCC as well. Okay, so uh, UCC Innovation uh, essentially manages all of the university's uh, innovation activities. So that includes things like uh, our technology transfer activity, our consulting activity, um, our enterprise programs, our accelerator programs, and Gateway UCC, which is essentially um, our incubator facility, which we use uh, to house not only our spin-out companies and startup companies, but increasingly external companies who wish to get close to the university because they value um, a close proximity, uh, close proximity uh, with our research activities. So um, Gateway UCC, I would describe as the incubator or the real estate end of our innovation uh, activities. And I guess because you're part of UCC, it's easy to get funding as well. Uh, I wouldn't say it's easy to get funding. Um, what I would say about being part of UCC is um, we are, we're a wholly, um, we're an integral part of the university. Um, but we are, of course, um, grant funded as well by uh, principally by Knowledge Transfer Ireland, who yeah. are part of Enterprise Ireland. So uh, they're very generous in their support to us, and uh, uh, the relationship that we have with Knowledge Transfer Ireland is an extremely helpful one. Yeah. Now, getting back to that, what do you now? Now you're opening soon your next uh, program for with Ignite and Gateway to see. So tell me a bit well, more about that program. Yeah, well, Ignite is uh, a really important program, particularly at this time, actually. So what it's uh, there for, it's there to help uh, recent graduate students, not just from UCC, but from any uh, university or higher education institutes in Ireland. Uh, it helps them to realise their commercial ambitions and to, and to build their own startup companies. So at the moment, we have um, a call for expressions of interest uh, open right now. Um, and we'll be taking in uh, new uh, entrants in autumn of this year. So on the Ignite program, what you get is uh, uh, entrepreneurial training. You get a coach into how to uh, write your business plan, how to look for investment, how to manage your intellectual property, uh, and importantly, how to gain uh, customer traction. So it's all those kind of elements of support uh, coupled with mentorship uh, and it's a really important program that generally leads to around about 20 new star companies uh, on an annual basis. Yeah. So that's the Ignite uh, uh, call at the moment. With Gateway UCC, um, we have a program called Sprint, which is much more of an internally pro focused program uh, to help our academics form spin-out companies. But the Gateway facility itself, I would say, is kind of pivoting now from being dependent mostly on internal companies, that's our startups and spin-outs, but increasingly we're reaching out to companies across the region who want to get close to us and get close to our research, and they can come in and take premises, either office space or laboratory space um, on campus, and that's increasingly uh, an attractive offer 
uh, to companies in the region. So those are the two kind of uh, calls to action at the moment that are going on uh, with Ignite and Gateway. Well, that, the most important to me is mentors. And without a good mentor, these programs can't actually really exist because they're the ones who actually can develop the products and make sure they go further. Yeah, look, mentorship, I think, is a really important uh, thing for um, aspiring uh, entrepreneurs who uh, have an interesting idea but may be commercially uh, inexperienced. So to be able to turn to a mentor, somebody who has been there and done that, who uh, bear the scars of war, uh, can help you to avoid making the mistakes that they probably did on some occasion. You know, it really helps you to accelerate towards where you want to be, which is uh, running your company successfully out there in the marketplace. And I have to say that um, at the time, at this time now, we're, because of COVID, uh, we're looking at uh, some serious economic challenges. What I expect is that uh, greater numbers of students will show an interest in starting their own business, taking charge of their own destiny, and uh, we look forward to supporting them through the Ignite program. Because I guess right now with COVID, you're right now looking at basically, uh, I want to be able to make sure that if I have a job, I can decide where I go next, not if somebody else do that. And if there's a scenario that goes right now and you're working for a company, you don't know where your future is going to be next two months, let alone next two years. That's right. Well, we recognise that these are very, very challenging times and uh, uh, everybody is uh, concerned about the, uh, the current and future employment. And for those that are yet to take a job, who are graduating this summer, there's a great opportunity to, um, to start their own companies and come and join the Ignite programme. But I would say that um, you may, be, uh, may have graduated a number of years ago. Um, you'd still be welcome uh, on that programme. So a lot of what we do at UCC is dedicated towards supporting Irish industry. So with our tech transfer activities, we're looking to partner with companies so that they can use uh, our intellectual property and our science. With our consulting activities, we're supporting Irish companies by connecting them with university expertise so our consultants can help um, secure jobs and help support Irish businesses at these challenging times. So you know, we've got quite a suite of supports there that can really help uh, Irish companies. And I guess when you apply for these programmes, what are you looking for? When we plan these programmes? When should we apply to, to be in the programmes? Oh, yeah, what we're looking for is people, um, applicants who have a genuine um, business idea and who are um, looking to the programme to propel them from having a kind of raw idea uh, to the marketplace. So in, t in terms of those ideas, obviously the quality of idea uh, is an important element of selection. Um, but also the kind of um, commitment that the individual is showing uh, about um, taking a new company uh, forward uh, as their main sole activity going forward. That's important. So commitment and quality of idea, I would say, are two yeah. uh, defining qualities. Now, getting back to COVID-19, how is it affecting what you're doing at the moment? Well, uh, dramatically, I would say. So um, it's around about six weeks uh, we've been uh, formally out of the university building. But what I would say is, okay, the university may be physically closed, but we're definitely uh, still open for business. Uh, and I have to thank UCC's IT department for giving us the capability of being able to do that. And uh, I don't know about you, but I've been on so many Microsoft Teams meetings and Zoom meetings yeah. and Skype meetings at the moment that this is becoming uh, a new way uh, of doing business. So we're, we're used to this kind of remote uh, working and we're trying to embrace it. But there's been a lot of uh, impact on COVID on what we do. So 
Firstly, uh, all the Irish universities got together and decided to make their intellectual property around their science uh, more readily available to companies um, um, you know, right now when it's needed. Yeah. So anything that relates to COVID, uh, Irish companies can get preferential access terms uh, to uh, at the moment. And I have to thank our colleagues at Knowledge Transfer Ireland for leading that initiative. Um, secondly, we've been much more active than we were in mining out COVID uh, technologies. So things to do with uh, diagnostic tests or vaccine-type technologies or potential new therapies, that we're getting that out there and we're promoting it uh, actively uh, to industry. And then, of course, through our gateway facility, there are companies who are actively uh, undertaking research in the COVID space. So it's been very important to make sure they have access to our buildings and facilities and can carry on doing uh, their important uh, research. And then one thing which I thought might be of interest, uh, um, and it relates you know, absolutely to, to the COVID situation. So we're working with a company, a local company uh, in Cork, who have a technology which allows us to um, monitor health workers remotely to see if they uh, are um, getting a fever, which is one of the key defining symptoms uh, of a COVID infection. So that real-time monitoring of healthcare workers who are there on the front line. Now, that was an idea that came to us, I would say, about three or four weeks ago. Um, and we managed to contract with the company, our colleagues at Cork University Hospital, and we've already completed a feasibility trial of this uh, at Cork University Hospital. It looks really very, very promising indeed. So it just shows you how quickly um, we can act when challenged by something like COVID. Um, and we've been, I think, finding new ways of doing business, really focusing on the challenge that COVID is, uh, is threatening with us with. And we're responding, I think, in a, in a very positive way. And also, I think right now, with what's happening, it's going to affect for a startup that remote working is going to be now part of their, probably their future. Oh, that, that's a really good point. So, you know, it's not just about, um, you know, startups being able to adapt to uh, remote working. I think we're all going to have to uh, adapt to that. Um, and I've mentioned that uh, there are tools out there that help us. But if you're a startup company, um, then you really should be embracing this kind of technology. So I would say that the, the longer you can put off um, having to spend money on premises, having to, you know, trying to minimise your travel costs and trying to make sure your time talking to customers is maximised from your working day. Well, if you add all those things up together, that tells you that actually remote working and using uh, technology is a valuable part of your armoury. So um, I would expect that uh, startups really need to embrace this as part of uh, their business culture moving forward. I guess in the long term, it'll cut down costs of travelling and also office space as well. That's exactly right. Um, clearly, you know, once you become an operational company, you will need premises uh, largely. But if you can put that off um, in the very early weeks, months and years of your startup journey, um, then I think that's a hugely beneficial thing to do. So to get your, your investment capital um, invested in people primarily rather than facilities has got to be a good thing. Now, again, what can startups do as they try to work through this current COVID scenario? Well, great question. So, of course, startup companies are particularly vulnerable um, at their early stages uh, of development. So, um, I guess my advice to anybody who's starting up a company right now is to is to keep a sharp weather eye on cash. You know, cash is king. Yeah. Running out of cash is a desperate situation for you. 
So be thinking very clearly about what are the essential expenses you need to incur to drive your business on, which can be put back to, uh, to a later date. So keep a sharp eye on cash, I would say. Then it's really important to be in touch with your investors and your finances, your financiers uh, uh, about your situation. Be candid with them. If you have cash issues, you need to uh, discuss that candidly with uh, people who are supporting your business. But really important to uh, keep in touch with your customers and uh, let them know what you're about, what you're doing, and how you're managing to, uh, to keep business going in these challenging times. We've already talked about, um, you know, embracing new ways of doing business. And I think that's very important too. Yeah. Um, but also to be constantly checking your, your business idea, your business activities, and making adjustments and pivoting if necessary. So not doggedly uh, following the same old uh, model if it's not working for you or if it's challenged by uh, the new um, situation we find ourselves in. But really importantly, there are a whole range of government support available, and I've been hugely impressed by what Enterprise Ireland is doing at the moment. Um, and I'd encourage people to go onto Enterprise Ireland's website, uh, which which describes a whole range of supports that are available for yeah. uh, not just startup companies but other companies too. So it's important to take advantage of those supports that government has made available, and to uh, to uh, to take full advantage uh, to support your business at this challenging time. Yeah, and I guess if you're more honest with your customers and tell them what's, what's actually going on, they're more inclined to stick with you because you even honest them all the time and tell them what's going on and not basically fed them waffle. Oh, that's right. I mean, your relationship with your customers is really, really important. Um, being candid with them uh, so they know what's going on is important. If it impacts things like delivery times or ability to, to service contracts, they need to know about that so they can take mitigating action. So, you know, it's a time for uh, facing up and understanding what the challenges are. Um, communication is key and uh, keeping in touch with your customers couldn't be more important. And also a similar important thing is Microsoft Teams has now become more to the fore because they've introduced a free version everyone can use, which, is, which has made life easier for people like us. Oh, absolutely. Um, as I was saying earlier on in, in this conversation, um, it's now become the norm to use um, technology like Microsoft Teams. So if I'm looking in my diary today, I think I've got four meetings which are all uh, Teams-based. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of a typical day for me. Um, and, uh, you know, the novelty, I, th I guess, uh, which we had five or six weeks ago is beginning to wear off. It just seems like a normal way of conducting your business. Um, and, you know, in my case, I would typically be spending probably 45 minutes to an hour a day going from one meeting to another just on UCC's campus yeah. without those days when I'm traveling to uh, clients or I'm going to Dublin or whatever. Um, and I'm really um, um, seeing the benefits now of using technology like that. It's, it's given me so much more productive time. Uh, during normal office hours, so it's a great uh, it's a great uh, tool, um, and it's a shame that we've had to be challenged in this way to embrace this kind of working. But I think there will be a lasting impact, and I do think we'll have a much more balanced way uh, of doing business. You know, the physical stuff and the virtual stuff uh, yep. in the future. Well, for me, in the past few years, I've worked from home a lot because everything I do just just requires a Wi-Fi connection, and I'm figured I haven't got enough space. Why rent one when when I've got my own apartment I can use? And right now, what I'm doing now, to me, is the norm. But the others out there, it's not the norm. And I have to get used to that. That's right. Um, and you, you, you start off, I guess, being a little bit anxious and nervous about how, how to 
um, to conduct yourself uh, through uh, one of those virtual meetings, you soon find it's uh, the, the parallels with uh, real, um, um, you know, genuine face-to-face meetings are just so close. Uh, the only discipline you have to have is uh, making sure that when you've got multiple people on those calls that you are effectively giving people an opportunity to speak um, and you're being careful with the technology, you know, turning the microphone off when it's not needed and yeah. trying to cut down that background noise so everybody can hear each other. But it does work well. For me, uh, once you get more than about I don't know, 10 people on a call, it becomes a bit challenging. But four, five, six, yeah, it's great. I really enjoy it. Yeah, and also the thing is make sure that you've got broadband because yesterday I'm with Virgin Media for a couple of days this week broadband's gone up and down a bit now and again and make sure that you've got that capability so you're not going to be lost oh absolutely right uh, you know fibre broadband's a huge uh, benefit and I know uh, certainly where I am in Kinsale I'm one of the lucky ones that has uh, uh, fibre broadband um, but not everybody does um, mm. you do you do uh, realise huge benefits if you're hooked up to that network right now yeah, I'm lucky that the one I have, I've got like 280 megabytes uh, speed, like a broad, which is great. And I know that it's very rare that, it, that I get an issue with it like I had this week, but it wasn't just me, it was a lot of the network. And that probably happened because of over usage. And uh, you kind of, that could happen, you got to get used to that. But I'm lucky in normal times, I don't have any issues. And I've got, like you, I've got fast speed with what I need and what you need as well. Yeah, um, but even so... Um there are peak times. I generally find around about 10 o'clock in the morning uh, the connection isn't what it ought to be. Um, when yeah. People are all coming online and having their first meetings of the day. Um, but most of the time, I find it really good, really helpful. Uh, frankly, uh, an essential tool. Um, so, you know, when, when you're thinking about your domestic bills on a monthly basis, you'd be prioritising, wouldn't you, your, your internet amongst those bills right now? Yeah, I do, because for me... A lot of what I'm doing, if I'm uploading a podcast, I need a, I need fast upload speeds because download speeds are great. But when you're uploading the big file, it's got to be done in seconds and not minutes or hours for me. So I want to make sure it gets up fast. And with my broadband, I'm getting that option because sometimes with broadband, the download speeds are people look at and not upload speeds. And upload speeds to me is more important at times. Definitely in your kind of business, yeah. I would have thought so. Um, less so for me, but for you, definitely. Yeah, but if you're actually... Sending somebody a large file as well, and then again it happens, you've got to have good upper speeds too as well. But normally, that's what I, I look for. It depends on, on, what, on what person you are. Some people like download speeds because they're a gamer or they're doing a lot of conference calls on video or they're streaming stuff from Netflix or YouTube or whatever it is, or Amazon Prime, different things. And for others, it's the upload speeds. So it varies, but you've got to have at least a good connection for a start. Absolutely right. And so, yeah, it's Microsoft Teams by day and Netflix by night so you have to have a a connection that does both of those things for you yeah and I guess Netflix and chill mixing is now brought on a new meaning because you can't obviously can't be there so you now got house party where you can stream a movie together and share it online that's right I mean you know the the lock-in now has been going on for what six seven weeks maybe longer Um, it seems like a very long time but we're all having to be creative aren't we we're all missing that social contact and we're trying to find new ways of uh, staying in touch with our friends and relatives. So, yeah, those kind of uh, social um, gatherings by uh, Teams and Zoom, yeah, we're all having a bit of fun with those and it's uh, it's helping us through a difficult time, isn't it? Yeah, we're also asking the most important question, what day is it? <laughs> yeah. They all seem to blend into, into another. Yeah. In fact, I think that's one of the most difficult things that I've found 
um, not only what day is it, but what time of day it is. You can just kind of get sucked into being in front of your computer. And that discipline of separating your work life from your social life becomes blurred, I think, at times like this. So it is important to make sure that as well as uh, working hard, you are creating space to relax and, 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 uh, and to have some downtime as well. And, you know, very important in terms of your, your mental well-being um, at this time when, we, you know, people have so many worries. Yeah. Right, very much. Thanks so much for that, for that, Richie. And uh, have a great day and good luck in the future with, with everything that you guys are doing. Keep up the good work. I appreciate uh, the, uh, the podcast, the call today, and uh, thanks very much. And good luck yourself. You Take too. care. Now. Thanks, cheers, bye.